And we're live. Welcome, everybody. This is the Reality Zars podcast, and we're your hosts tonight, Nate and Tony. Hello. Uh, dude, we got Scott Armstrong on uh, from Rebunked. Dude, I'm super stoked to have you on. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, this weekend would have been something special, but I guess that's what, like, this was like an emergency episode. We can talk about what the fuck's going on in the world. And Yeah, man. So, how are you? This is your second time on, but tell our audience again where who you are and where they can find you. Well, first of all, thank you guys for having me on. I mean, you guys have been crushing too. Like, uh, uh, man, there's a lot of people that I feel like both of our circles, like, like, dude, I want to talk to all the people you've had. Anyway, yeah, yeah, babbling here, but anyway, like, like, freaking Pete, I want to get Pete on so bad, dude. Like, I just, I know, I just, I need to text him. I'm like Facebook friends with him. Like, come on, yeah. So, but anyway, anyway, my name's Scott. I do a show called Rebunked. Rebunked.news is the website. Uh, pretty much look for me anywhere except YouTube. I started to like tiptoe back into doing some of my shows on youtube and then i just got hit with another strike yesterday so i'm just like dude i'm just so burned out with youtube man so i'll try to keep it uh i'll try to mind myself here and try to not get your guys channel taken down but we'll do what we can go for it we uh <laughs> go for it we have rockfin this is just a live stream yeah do you guys uh do you guys know about uh content safe at all do you guys ever work with them Nah. Did you tell me about it? Is that guy named Matt? Is that what's not? Yeah, Matt Raymer. I might have told him okay. that, but I was just on a meeting with him just right before this. But like, seriously, like it's a great. All, all I do is I basically, and this is for all the content creators out there that are listening, man. Like, and, and, and you know, just uh, just real quick, like I do with my stream on uh, Rockfin and Rumble, and then Content Safe takes that stream and distributes it out to all the other platforms that I'm on. So it's like basically like a podcast distributor for like video. So it's super sick, super super slick, and it just makes my life easier. So anyway, just gonna throw that out there. Yeah, that's dope, man. I really should look into that. Like, so much of my time is like is uploading crap and doing stuff. And I literally yeah, just press the record button, I live stream it, and then I'm done. I walk away, and they take care of all of it. I don't have to touch or up, upload anything. It's just like game changer. That's for dope, sure. man. With, then with Truthzilla, I didn't live. We didn't live stream the show, so I had to like sit down and edit each show. And then that got me into like I would be all like I'd be all nitpicking and I'd be like listening to myself talk and I'm like oh I hate how I said that one word it's like go back try to edit that one word I was spending like hours editing each episode and then upload I didn't have a life I didn't have a life and now man I just stream done dude it's crazy it's like such a game yeah. changer so anyway hell yeah, but, yeah uh, so we got our first comment asking about well he says. What's up, guys? No squirt bear here. And I imagine he's talking about Sal. So, uh, <laughs> uh, no, that's my buddy, No Squirt Bear, dude. I know No Squirt Bear. That's my oh, Okay. What's yeah. up, guys? No squirt bear here. Okay. I thought he was asking where Sal is. What's up, man? Yeah. What's up, uh, Squirt Bear? We're happy to have you on, brother. No, yes. no squirt bear. No squirt, no squirt bear. Okay. Squirting, no squirt okay. Bear. This is an instructional. We're not supposed to squirt the bear. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. That's the way. Oh, okay. We'll I see on there. Yeah, he's here. He uh, made yeah. it in the house. That's awesome. Cool. What the heck, guys? What's going on with you guys? Dude, we've been so busy. I mean, Tony, I don't know what the hell you've been up to, Tony. We haven't talked in, a, in like a like a week and a half. Uh, but dude, we I I just we just got done doing a Bigfoot documentary. That was what? dope as fuck. Yeah, I'll send it to you after. It was dope. It turned out great. I got a, a partner named Ben. He's awesome. You could talk to that guy. He just wrote a book on cryptids. I don't, you don't you don't go into cryptids and stuff. Dude, I'm like, down. I'm down. Yeah. I have not I've not delved into anything like like that yet, but I'm totally down. I have no limits. Good. I'm loving it, dude. I mean, it, to me, it can just be like to me, it's all connected. 
It really is all connected. It's like, because you can talk about Bigfoot and you can say I'm crazy, but it's like, it's the same thing that's happening with the orbs. It's the same thing that's happening with the UFOs, like these, these bizarre encounters that are happening. And they're all being tied together, which is crazy, man. They're all being like seen at the same time. It's like, it's whatever that, cause we'll talk about interdimensional beings and things like that. And when we talking about like the evil communing with them and stuff like that, yeah. but like, I, Dude, I think that there's like a neutral and a good, and like I think like Bigfoot is one of these interdimensional creatures. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, there's, you know, I've been pulled so far off of this particular beat. You know, I used to be fascinated by like you know UFOs and 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 higher levels of consciousness, all this stuff. Like, but I've been pulled so far away. Just talking about COVID, two years straight. Yeah. Dude. Well, oh, yeah. dude, I'll tell you what, I'm a lot more white pilled. Uh, than I was because I was oh, yeah. focused on COVID. I was so like, holy shit, the new world order. And I'm all about like, I'm still like watching them, like, you know, but I'm not focused on them anymore. I'm not giving them my energy. I'm not giving them like they're, I'm not giving them my power. You yeah. give them power when you focus on them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, totally. Well, you guys, I mean, you guys are in the solution. I mean, you guys are deep in the, you know, talk about agorism, you know, I, I for anybody that's listening, like, you know, I, I'm in Tennessee now, but I lived in the Pacific Northwest and I've met these guys multiple times at all these events that we used to do like uh squash fest and freaking manifest. Like, you know, you guys are in the solution and, and you're talking about it. And like, that's, that's where we need to be, you know, like it's building parallel systems, yeah. rival and uh, just not, not even rival, but just like, we don't need to have anything to do with them anymore. Like we're, we've outgrown them. You know, we're, we're in a whole different sphere and they can keep doing their thing. They can keep doing their thing, but we're trying to build this new paradigm. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Sometimes oh, it's yeah. not even like a parallel system. I think it's almost like a real system, like have yeah. a real community, mm -hmm. not, not like this illusion of community, not like this illusion of, well, if something happens and I go to this bureaucracy and they kind of pretend to do some stuff and 12 weeks later I get a check for like, but actually have people that you can count on and building up these communities. Mm -hmm. And I think there is some component of that of having, I don't want to say like a supernatural, but some kind of like, just something to bring you together. And often mm -hmm. it's something that's bigger than the individual pot that tends to be, you know, some crazy shit like Bigfoot or so, something or something like, um, but if it's not something else, that's awesome too. Whatever it is, like it Dude, doesn't matter. That's what it is. Like just meeting up in real life, like meeting up in person. And, and if you can form around like a common interest, that's, that's ideal right there. You know, there's nothing more powerful than being in a room full of a bunch of like-minded people that get together under the presupposition of like a specific thing that you're already into. Like for me, it's like recovery, right? 12 step recovery. I could walk into a, a room anywhere in the world and I don't even have to speak the same language. And I know when I walk in that room, I'm intuitively like completely in line with every single person in that room. I know exactly what every single person is kind of like what they're there for, what they're about, you know, at a different, various different degrees. You know, that's a huge thing that I'm grateful for. I've been to like a flat earth meetup here in uh, just outside of Nashville. And to me, it's like, I don't really know, honestly, I, I've heard enough to make me question and be like, yeah, but I, I couldn't sit there and like throw out a bunch of flat earth arguments. I couldn't get into a debate about flat earth. I don't even know. I don't know the things that I would use to bring up, but I'm, I'm hundred percent across the, the line of thinking like, well, the lie is so big that, you know, nothing would surprise me. They're, they're lying to us about everything. So why not yeah. 
the earth. And I see why that would be something that'd be advantageous to them in order to control us is to deceive us about the shape of the earth. That's why I said it all makes sense. But in, in any case, like going to a flat earth meetup, regardless, like those are my people. Yeah. hundred percent. And you know, and so I don't care if we can, we, I might not, they, probably there's not agreement among any of them there. There's probably a lot of, you know, but, but man, like I just, those are my people, you know, I could go to like a freaking mega Trump proud boy rally. And like, I have a lot more to, on, you know, I have a lot more in alignment with those guys. And if I were to go to like a freaking like women's March or an Antifa rally or something like that, you know what I mean? It's just like, I may not agree with everything, but like yeah. I can vibe with those people a little bit more, you know what I mean? But the whole well, point that was like, the big thing, man, was coming together with like-minded people in real life around something that you have a share a common interest in. That's so huge. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, and that was my biggest thing is because I used to be like a really fucking autistic libertarian. I was like a purist and things like that. And and at some point I was just like, man, these people want to kill me. There's people mm -hmm. that want to want me dead. And these people over here are like, they have the same enemy as me. And you know what? These people want to let me live and do my own thing too. You know what I mean? So at, at some point it was like, Hey, are you an advocate for medical freedom? Then you're my ally. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like, it, it's more of a big tent thing. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a crazy a-hole anymore. And I'm like, dude, I, I moved to a small town. You know, you know where I live. Like I live uh, pretty close to, to Adam. Yeah, and Adam like, like Google, Google. yeah. And we are like, dude, we're in buck shit nowhere. I like, <laughs> it's great, dude. It's great. Yeah. Everyone's like Trumpers and this and that. And it's like, you know what? That's okay. All those guys would sit and have a beer with me, go shoot oh, with yeah. me, you know, shoot the shit. And like, none of them are jabbed and or if they are they don't care if i'm not you know and just yeah. like they're all just chill as fuck and at some point i realized i have a preference of who i want to be my neighbor totally you know <laughs> totally and you have every right to you have every right to choose who you want to be neighbors with man like it's crazy but uh man yeah i don't know i just so, uh yeah go ahead oh i was just gonna say do you want to you want to talk about uh so I okay, let's address real fast because the, the title of this is scott and sell sell oh, yeah. had a family emergency uh, whatever's going on. Uh, we love you, Sal. We hope everything's cool. Um, yeah. and, uh, we'll have to reschedule. Thanks so much, bro. I hope everything's cool. And then secondly, do you want to, do you want to talk about manifest? Yeah. So I don't know what happened there. Apparently I got a notification from, or just an email or no, no, no text message from the property owner. And he just said that some things came up and they weren't able to hold the event. So it is okay. It is. That's the extent of your knowledge. What's going on as far as I know, dude, cause like, uh, the wildfire shit is is coming back, dude. And like we started getting like rumblings and warnings from like California, them saying they're going to turn off the lights. Like, you know how they're like fucking with the energy shit. Yeah. And so like they legit think that this is government starting fires. Totally. Yeah. And starting fires They can flatten the curve is, of energy usage. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like the problem is like, so like Malala, where, where the festival's at, like there's some people without power right now. They turned off all the power. So like we couldn't have had it. It's what yeah. happened, dude. Like they, yeah. they're screwing with the grid right now and they're, dude, they're starting some shit. Like if you well, saw our sky right now, anybody in the Pacific Northwest knows what I'm talking about right now. Our, our, the sun is like orange and weird and the sky is all gray and smoky. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. See, I mean, I know all that all too well. I remember this time last year, dude, it was like, it was like, like hell like it was like it felt like hell it was like august of last year i remember that dude or maybe it was august 2020 maybe it was 20 yeah it was 2020 yeah 20 yeah it was 2020 dude it was rough it was like it was them saying like hey i told you to stay inside and wear a mask and you motherfuckers don't want to do it watch this 
Well, and they just like you wear a mask. Exactly. Yeah, well, yeah that was and, terrible, man. And anyone who wasn't there for that, you were inside. Like that wasn't a thing you could just walk outside. Like your lungs would hurt afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, it was gnarly, dude. Yeah, that was that was a very surreal time <laughs> in human history in the Pacific Northwest. I mean, Scott, you might want to check it out afterward. I think Eugene might be on fire, or like some area around there. You might have some friends out there. I don't know. You might want to reach out to some folks. Yeah, man, that's wild. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, hopefully, manifest goes off next year. You know, I feel like there's just um, I don't know, man. I think what what manifest was born out of was just like this. Everyone was dying uh, for like, you know, human contact and just getting together and just trying to everyone was such in such despair because of the what, what had been done out there. Like everyone was just like, like I man, it was just bad. Like I knew I was about to get fired from my job and I got fired shortly after that. Like I knew I didn't have a job very much longer just because of the mandates and everything. And I was miserable there. And just everybody it just sucked, man. Like we were all doing meetups you know, our little freedom cell community. But like, I think for the most part, people were like, were just like lost and just wanting connection and something. And so the manifest was born out of that. And now that things have kind of like lightened up a little bit, I feel like people are just like going back to their lives and trying to like pretend like it never happened, which I don't know, man. I think that's kind of, I don't know. There's an aspect to that that you're absolutely right about that. When we get too comfortable, we just go back to the status quo, you know? And it's like, we need to like, when it was bad, we knew who the fuck the enemy was. Yeah. You know what I mean? And everyone was waking up and everyone was going like, holy shit, this government totalitarian. Oh, oh Nick, man. Well, what I was going to say to that, I mean, what he's saying right there is just uh, hopefully he'll just refresh or come back in. But just to that point, it's like right now that we're in the lull, this doesn't mean we go back to the life we had before, go back to sleep, just go back to whatever. Like this is our time to really fortify. And like the biggest thing, like, what manifest was all about what squatch fest is all about you know i know what you guys talk about a lot is just the idea of like building community man it's like what we were talking about before a minute ago like what we need to be doing is we need to be building high trust communities and uh you know strengthening our inter interconnectivity and our ability to rely on each other so now right now is the time to like start doing meetups and start getting to know each other doing fun activities like i'm so blessed i've gotten to know some of the folks locally here um, uh, like in the, in the Bertaria community, I'll just go ahead and say it. Like it may not be everybody's cup of tea, but man, I freaking I'm super grateful that I have these, uh, these folks here locally that are all like all about crushing man. And, uh, we've been doing fun stuff. Like we've been going to, that's why I went to the flat, flat earth meetup with, and we, you know, went to Missouri last weekend. Um, man, it's just been, it's been really, really cool. So are you guys doing meetups out, out there at all? Or wait, no, Tony, you move, where'd you move to again? No, I'm in Rhode Island right now. Oh, that's right, I that's actually right. met up with um I went down to Porkfest this year. And I oh, met up with cool. some friends today from there. So um trying to keep in touch, build those bonds. How was Porkfest? Oh dude, it's wonderful. It was just it was giant. I mean, it's just like a giant. I mean, I didn't go to Manifest, but um it's like Sasha Schwest, just bigger. Um yeah. And it's just awesome. You see kids running around selling shit. Like they'll go and steal a bunch of brochures from yeah. like whatever and sell them to people. You see people. Um, there's just so much just community talking to each other. Um, you just got to know your neighbors there. Yeah. And it was, um, it still felt like I'm 
going on 20 something years. I think it's like 21 years or it might have been 20 years. But it still feels like pretty organic. You know, there's politicians there showing this stuff. And sure. I have mixed feelings on that because it's often people that I like, like, or would like, but I also just feel like, like, it, it's not a place for politics. It's just, hmm. that's, that's the infiltration to me. It's like, even if you like what people are saying, like, the political process to me is pretty dead and it's about people coming together. So when you see people, infiltrate that but i also feel like that's the cycle of life if you create something eventually it's going to die or get corrupted so it's um and it's still just like this beacon of liberty yeah totally and that's new hampshire right yeah um lancaster new hampshire small town in the middle of nowhere just see some mountains so I heard New Hampshire, they're kind of uh, going rogue, aren't they, a little bit? Like, are, as a state? I mean, is that like, like they have the, what is it, the Free State Project? Like, is that a viable, is there any, like, viability to that? I mean, what's going on with that? Do you have any boots on the ground report on that? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, um, obviously, I've got my own real-world echo chamber going on. So I don't think it's necessarily going to happen right away, but. I think something that's growing. I think that a lot of people, I mean, I don't think that we as a country are at the strongest point right now. So it only makes sense that we're going to start to fracture away. Um, I don't know. I don't know whether it's going to happen. I mean, I, so I feel like the question is like, so I hear about, it. I haven't actually looked into it. Like, is this, um, are they like, I mean, what's the gist of it? I'm looking at their website now. New Hampshire consistently ranks among the best. In oh like, shit. Just trying to like see is this like is this kind of like a an agorist type thing where they're trying to no well system or are they literally trying to like secede and create their own country or what's the kind of the I think that they're trying to flood their represent um, basically put all their politicians make them libertarian orientated and yeah. then basically kind of live out a freer world that way. Are you talking about the Free State Project? Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna, I haven't okay. like it. It says, okay, so it says the Free State Project is a mass migration of more than 20,000 people who have pledged to move to New Hampshire for liberty. See, there's some value in that. You know, it's funny because obviously I just moved out of Oregon, as did a lot of people that are liberty minded. But I've heard this argument being made before like, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. What about, what if like everybody like from Texas moved to Oregon and we just take that damn state back, right? Because Oregon, I'm sorry, that's like some of the beautiful, most beautiful country it is world, man dude like yeah. it's a damn shame like how are we letting them let us run like why don't we just go take it back man like and but you know what that's what they're doing to us dude they're flood they're literally like flooding texas making like texas might go blue man i was just in austin and that place is pretty blue like a lot of like several of the high, the high rises in downtown austin were all like all the colors on the top of the building were all rainbow colors. The tallest buildings in Austin were all fucking rainbow colors, dude. Like the, the town has been conquered. You know what's so fucking Damn. you know what bothers me so much, dude, is that is the politiliz politiliz you know what I'm saying? Of homosexuality. Yeah. I got friends that are gay. They're dude. not fucking asshole asshats that want to like like First of all, change my kid into any sex they want, and they don't want to. They don't want to fucking touch my kids. They don't want to. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to indoctrinate people. They don't want to force mandates on people. They're just people that happen to be attracted to another sex. 
It doesn't have to be inherently political. It's the same thing with them trying to force me to be Latinx because I'm a beaner. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, no, I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> you know, it's like. Yeah, man. It's, I mean, Jesus. I don't even, I don't even talk about that shit much on the show. So I'm like, I can't even fucking deal with that shit. It's so fucked. <laughs> you know? I, yeah. They just basically, whatever identity groups they can find, like basically, it's like, oh, you identify this way. Well, this is what this is really. So it's a mechanism of control. Because yeah. you're, you're right. Like, there would be like, there's no gay community. Like, that's not a thing unless you are living in a gay community or something. Like, where well, everyone, dude, you know? I don't know how many gay friends you have, but have you ever had like lesbians and gay people hang out together? They hate each other. Like, wow. they talk shit about each other. Like, what I'm saying is, it's not like a unified, like, what I'm saying is, like, I do okay. My lesbian friends, maybe they're jerks, but like they're out here in Portland, they're they're lesbian chefs and stuff. They're like those fags. <laughs> they uh, don't like funny. you know what I mean. But it's just like a silly like I don't know what it is. But what I'm saying is they're not like a unified like like the left tries to put everybody into like a corral and says you're all the same thing, right? Oh, you're black, you're trans, you're disabled, you're lesbian, you're Mexican, you're all you're all our like peons, and you're gonna vote the way we tell you to. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. yeah, dude, it's wild. I say, you know, I say the word fag has lost so much me. I say we take the word, we take that word back. Like fact has no connotation to like homosexuality or it's not a derogatory thing. Well, and it should it's never like, have had it anyways. Yeah, exactly. It was middle hey, school. There's it's nothing. It's not, I'm not yeah. judging you because, yeah. well, this is like an old Louis CK joke where it's like, you know what I mean? Where it's like, you know, I'm not calling you like there's there's no faggotry among like homosexuals. Like, okay, but the person that's coming up to me telling me to pull my mask over my nose, like pull your can make sure it's over your nose. Okay, I don't know. That that to me, now that that's <laughs> exactly no he goes, he goes, I would never call somebody a fag because they were gay. No way. Because I I I'd call oh. them a fag because they were being a faggot. Yeah, exactly. That's a really <laughs> joke. Yeah, that's like driving around with one with the mat with two masks on in the car by yourself, dude. Quit. He's like, quit being a faggot and put that dick back in your mouth. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the Louis C.K. joke. Yeah, dude, like it's, it's nothing to do with hate. Like, stop wearing two masks, faggot. Exactly. <laughs> oh God, here we go. Now I've never been. Yeah, there we go. On the air, on the record. There you go. Oh, you've <laughs> never said the f word before on. Um, I have. On the air. I have. I'm clip okay. that one. You're gonna have to clip that one. Okay. That's a good soundbite. Sound Put. Take the two masks off, faggot. God. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube's going to love yeah, this. Put it in the intro. <laughs> dude, we go, dude, I'm telling you what, you know what's funny, Scott? Like, uh, the last strike we had, I'll tell you about it. So, like, we go hard on these live stuff, and we'll, yeah. we'll say something like, uh, like, as a joke, we were saying this for a while, on, almost on every live stream. We'll say something like this Bill Gates is a fat tranny that with sweet tits that's trying to give everybody AIDS with a vaccine. Yeah. I'll say this right now. We won't get a strike. Wow. We got a strike. Our last strike was we had a gentleman come on. Uh, shout out to you, Josh Monday. Uh, Josh he Monday, just like yeah. uh, we did one on biblical flat earth wow. that we got a strike on. Interesting. You know, that's an interesting observation, too, because that flat earth meetup I went to, it was like 90 percent Christian. I had no idea that there was like mm -hmm. a huge overlap between Christianity and flat earth people. I had no idea. Well, if you read the Bible, there's a ton of things that support flat earth. Yeah, the flat earth gravy. There's a lot of flat earth gravy. Yeah. In there, Dude, the flat earthers, like, like, I'm pretty ambiguous on the shape of the earth. I know that NASA's lying. 
But I tell you, like the coolest people that I've met are flat earthers. I've had like some of the most awesome people that I've had on too uh, have been flat earthers and they're fucking great, man. Those are my homies and they have great audiences, man. Like uh, they come and support me and talk to me, send me emails and messages. Like it's a really cool community. Yeah. So I shout agree, out man. to my flat earthers, man. I flat, love those flat guys. earthers, dude. Heck yeah. I'm all about it. It's awesome, man, dude. So yeah. What else is new? What else? Is we, so I'm looking at a place we're, we're trying to do a little uh, festival out here. So you know how we do, like we went up to your guys' squatch fest and immediately we were like, okay, we got to do something like that down in Oregon. So that's how manifest happened. And, uh, and now I'm looking out here in Tennessee. I'm like, okay, we got to get something going out here, dude. Cause I just went to that, uh, went to the, the, tennessee uh bear meetup uh last weekend that was pretty cool uh that's where i met no squirt bear shout out no squirt bear in the chat there oh yeah uh yeah dude and i met so many cool people that are just like trying to do the deal man that are doing literally doing the deal and uh dude the bears are a really cool community too man yeah owen's fucking awesome he's killing it dude that's that's like he he's winning at life Married yeah. kids has a ranch, little farm, like middle of Idaho, doing his own thing, taking care of his family. That is, that's the win. That's yep. what you want. That's. Do you guys listen to his stream at all? Yeah, sometimes. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's crushing. He's crushing. It's hilarious. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what it is, man. It's like, just we're we're just we're not we're not playing this game anymore, man. And like, I'm, I feel I feel like I feel like as as that community, it's like this. Um, like uh richard grove puts it really well like because the autonomy community you know like the grand theft world community like, there's so many like, cool communities man yeah. and they all they all they all overlap it's such a cool thing they do. yeah richard grove kind of characterizes it as just like a like a culture of excellence you know what i mean and that's what, what it really is like it inspires me to want to be better inspires me to like you know have higher morality just in every little thing i do you know like like just you know, across the board. And it's just like, okay. And then when you, when you, again, and then when you go to a meetup where it's people where you know that they're trying to operate on that same level too, like inherently it's just like, okay, we're here to totally crush, man. Like we're here to crush in life and just everything. Like there's no, nobody's a victim here. You know, I think that's, that's part of what the huge psyop has been is to drive people more and more and further and deeper into victim consciousness on both sides, dude, both sides. So like all the people that are wearing masks, getting the vaccines, they feel like they are victims of this disease. This disease has come into their lives. And, and, and poor me, I don't I have to like not work and be paid by the government. It's like this just been captured by the victim mentality. But on the other side, it's the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing. Like they're, they're, It's like, uh, oh, the left. The left has victimized me. Oh, Hillary Clinton is coming to do this. And Hillary Clinton's doing all this. And Hillary, it's like, like you've been captured by the enemy in, in this like in complete, like docile, pacified state of victim consciousness right both sides completely and they're both 100 they're outsourcing who's coming to save them they're like like over here you got all the trump people they're like oh yeah trump's gonna come save the day Q's gonna come save the day you know all this stuff over here it's like uh you know both sides have the enemies to to to, to be angry at and both sides have the 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 figure that's gonna come save them and they're outsourcing everything and they're just been subjugated by fear and we're not playing that game anymore. We're not fearful. We're actually taking our life in our own hands. We realize no one's coming to save us. And we're going to, we're just like every day taking little incremental steps to improve our lives and our community. I mean, that's just what it is, dude. So hundred percent, dude. I mean, that's the biggest thing is like, 
So all those folks that were so divided when it came to this coronavirus thing. So there was these people that thought like, well, this is for sure a fucking virus. It was made in a lab. And and then there's these other people that were like, whatever this is, it's the most deadly thing. And we have to stay inside. And we have to do, you know, and they keep us divided. That's their mm-hmm. biggest thing. They divide us and make us our, like enemies with each other. We're fighting each other instead of looking up and seeing who our actual enemy is that's keeping us divided. And so we win when we walk away. Yeah, We win when we ignore them, when we give them our power, when we give them our energy, when we like sit there and we like, oh my God, this is our enemy. Like we win when we do, we do what Owen did. It's like work, like work hard, make your money buy like you, like you literally have to make your own freedom. You have to make yeah. your own autonomy. And right. it's like, that's the biggest thing is like they, so there's these people that are like, they're fighting. So on the right side, they're fighting saying like, Hey, we want our business back open. We want to participate in this like crazy corporate capitalism. And that's how we win. And then the other people are like, no, we need to shut down. We need to get subsidies from the government. We need to be safe and stay indoors the whole time. And like, and it's like both of those things are chains, man. Like, like the way, the way that you never actually even own property in this, in this country, you know what I mean? It's like, we are enslaved through their, their like cronyist system, you know? And so it's like the, the people that wanted freedom were actually like fighting to go back to work for these giant corporations that hate you. You know what I mean? It's like, instead of like walking away and becoming your own boss and doing your own thing, being an entrepreneur, and that is freedom. Yep. You know what I mean? Such a great point. Yeah, exactly. Fighting to go back to a job that hates you. It hates you and you hate it. And you just, you hate every day you walk in, you know, it's just like, yeah, that's not freedom, dude. That's not freedom. So that you can what pay your taxes. Oh yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Uh Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. It's like the, like the art of war where basically you have to pick your battles because if not, your enemy is going to pick battles where even if you win, they're meaningless. So it's like, like you're fighting over whether or not your school is allowed to train your kids. And it's like, well, okay, you can win that battle, but then you've got them brainwashed in a completely different way. Like, like no one's focused on like, hey, wait a minute. These kids need to learn to think. Yeah. Learn well, to dude, that was the feminist. That was a feminist lie, right? Like they were telling women, do you want to be autonomous? You want to be free? You want the shackles off? So don't have kids. Don't get married. Just work and have a career. Go work for the man. Go work for this cronious capitalist system. Pay your taxes and then die alone. Yeah. Hey, maybe you can have a cat and, and like and and a drinking habit. You yeah, know exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. So uh, so here, let me see. So anomaly hunters in the chat was just like uh, this is that's a funny quote for anybody who may be listening later. It says Nate, this is you from the future. I'm telling you to invest in Bitcoin. Of course you guys keep yeah. on the podcast, but what do you guys think about the whole Bitcoin thing? Like what's your thoughts on all that shit? Honestly, man, I think that it was a psyop. I think it was trying to get people used to like uh, paperless money. I think it was trying to get people used to like internet kind of money, uh, like getting like your mom and dad used to it. I mean, that's what Coinbase is. Coinbase is owned by BlackRock. Like, you know, all these giant companies that like they, they made it so easy. As soon as like, Ben Shapiro was telling you to buy Bitcoin. You knew the psyop was, you know, you knew like it was over. Right. And so like it had this great idea, like we can like defeat the banking system by becoming autonomous and having our own money over here. But like the whole thing about the blockchain is like people, it is, it's a great technology. And if it's used the right way, it's great. But how can you do something anonymously when it's literally on a blockchain? 
What you about know what I mean? It's like everything is tied in. I'm sorry, what were you saying, Scott? I'm just sorry. I, well, I mean, I so yeah, the Bitcoin, yeah, that you can trace all these transactions. I mean, it's kind of public, and like at first, maybe it was presented as like a way to conceal payments and stuff, but now it's been proven that it's like no, you can, you yeah, can totally out who's got what. But then also, uh, but what about like like some of the other like pirate chain, Monero? Like like I'm not really well versed in any of that, but do you guys are you, you feel like there's any hope with a more, you know, like if there's like a like a like a one that actually can conceal the transaction, but still. Well, yeah. I got a different opinion. I um, I think money's pretty much paperless anyways. Like the fact that we have paper money is just basically a leftover. All they have to do is stop printing it. Try to find a dollar from more than twenty years old. Yeah. Like if they stop printing money, yeah. it would be gone within ten years. So I, I don't think it's like that. I, I don't think Bitcoin came about because of that. And it, like it's very public, and I don't know whether Monero or Pirate Chain is safe. Uh, they say mm -hmm. it is so. It may or may not be. So I wouldn't do anything too, too sketchy with it. But I think it, it might be safe enough to like, where unless like you're already like in the target, then they might not go and look at it. It's not perfect. But like, I don't know whether it's going to become like massive. I don't adopted. know, man. I'm, but just, I'm one of those people that think yeah. that like there's literally nothing encrypted. Like nothing can be like actually encrypted. They don't let people make devices that are encrypted. This little cell phone that I have here is, is it's a spy device. And it's like, if yeah. they made it, they make it with a back door. So there's nothing like, even if I'm using Monero on that fucking phone, they can see any transaction that I'm doing. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah, like, huh. it's it just, to me, it's just, I don't know, man. It's just, it's one of those things that I think that they had to get the boomers because the boomers are the biggest generation. They had to get them thinking about like online banking and stuff. And what I think they're going to do is what they're already doing is they're switching. They're talking about it and they're switching over to central bank uh, digital currency, CBDCs. Oh, yeah. And so like your average idiot is not going to know the difference between that and Bitcoin or, you know, or any of the other things. And so they're gonna be like, oh, I'm using crypto. You know, like, my, I don't know, man. I, so, I mean, I wish it was what they had said it was. And it was like, hey, we can defeat the Federal Reserve with this. But yeah. I don't think so, dude. And the, uh, you know what we have to do is we need to decentralize. And I don't think Bitcoin is decentralized. <laughs> you know, no, I mean, the, no. the, having a blockchain makes it centralized. I think that we need to like, well, dude, we've had some people around in like in Oregon over here that are doing things like community currencies where they're like, it, mm -hmm. it's about like trading and bartering. It's like, what do you do? Like, Tony, you're a massage therapist or physical therapist, right? Yeah. You you could do like trade in that. Remember, you remember a homie yeah. was doing that. And well, that, that was a cool thing. That? I'm a chef, so I could cook. For, I could cook a meal for you, and you could fucking hurt, fix my hurt back. And yeah. we just have a community ledger. Uh, it was. It's a cool yeah. system. Like I don't know if that's going to fix everything, and obviously that has to be like on a smaller scale. But like, get the fuck off the dollar. Get your money out of the bank if you can. I mean, some of us have mortgages and shit, so you're kind of fucked. That's yeah. what they call that. What a death agreement, a mortgage, yeah. right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's true. Um. I mean, dude, they're already like there was a, I was just looking this up here. This is a executive order from the White House. Um, this is from March 9th, 2022 executive order on ensuring responsible development of digital assets. Like they're already issuing executive orders. Section four says policy and actions related to United States central bank digital currencies. So they're already rolling it out, dude. They're already rolling out the United States central bank digital currency. Like it's just like 
I mean, that's the final nail in the coffin right there. Like if they, yeah. if they, they move the economy towards that and exclude all other forms or making even make illegal any other form of, of trade or anything like that. Like that's game over, dude. Yeah. So, so I mean, I, I recently like listened to the audio book of like the gulag gulag. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Archipelago. Or yeah. gulag, gulag archipelago. Right. And it's like, yeah, there's like a section that what really stood out where like this girl was arrested and thrown in the gulags because she was following this truck and there was a truck that was dropping grains of rice on the ground. She was following the truck, picking up grains of rice and putting them in her pocket. And she got busted. And you can only have a certain amount of food. You're only allowed to have a certain amount of this and that. And if you go outside of your allotment, then you go to the gulags. You know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. like, what the hell, dude? We're just like steamrolling into this. But, and so it's like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's what I said. We, we win when we walk away. Yeah, so exactly. if you're not on these systems, like, let's you you're going to be forced to participate unfortunately yeah. it's one of those things like i think about this so oh man who is that british asshole what's his name cecil rhodes right yeah, so yeah cecil rhodes when he was a young man he goes over to africa over there to be uh, a cotton farmer at first right and then he goes over down to south africa and he starts getting into the diamond mines and he's trying to get like the locals to come and work for him for basically nothing mm -hmm. and he's like how do i do this he goes man these people, they grow their own food. They own their own property. They're doing their own thing. He goes, I'm having a really hard time to convince all of these African dudes. He called them all, you know, terrible names, but these African people to come over and work for me for backbreaking labor for nothing. How do I do that? And so he, he was like problem solving. And you can read his memoirs and manuscripts as he's figuring it out. And he's like, okay, well, first of all, we need to confiscate their land. Okay, so we can do that. So then they can't grow their own food. Then we have to start charging them these taxes for even just existing. So like we're gonna like find these taxes for this and this and this. And so what they're doing is like they're they're these people are like free and autonomous. They're like they grew enough food just to sustain themselves, just to get by. They were like enjoying life and they didn't need anybody else. But if you put chains on them that impede them from owning their own property, taking care of themselves, then they need that handout. And so all of a sudden he was able to make them be part of the system, you know, and it, it's one of those things that it just sucks because like, you can talk about like some 70 year old like lady that like can't afford a fucking, like her house was paid for a hundred times over. Like her dad built that house. You know what I mean? It, yeah. They've had it in the family forever, but if she can't keep up these property taxes, they're going to take her house. You yeah. know what I mean? So they force you no matter what into the system, unless we can walk away. You know, we're going to have to put a toe in the system because we're going to have to pay our property taxes. We're going to have to like it's going to have to look OK on paper, but we're going to have to have our own like systems, dude, like our yeah. own counter economy to survive and take care of each other. Yeah. Like that's the only way. Yeah. Otherwise, they're going to catch you picking up grains of rice. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and that's the, whole, that's the whole like agorist vision, you know, like all the way back to like Samuel Conkin and all that stuff, dude, talking about the idea yeah. of like, as this scales up, eventually it'll reach the point where, you know, we are the majority, you know, we, we are living outside of the system and like all the people that are still caught up in the state system, like they'll look at us like, God, those guys are over there crushing on it on that. You know what I mean? And it's just like, I don't yeah. know. That's and And so we'll see, we'll see, but I don't know. What do you, uh, what do you guys think about, um, you guys have any insights into what's coming up in the next couple of months? I feel like it's going to get a real, get a little, little dicey out there in the next couple of months. I don't know, man. Like all of their, all of their like narratives are just falling apart. 
Yeah. Like it just it's so crazy. Like they were trying to make monkeypox a thing, you know. It like, reminds me of Mean Girls, like when that mm. girl keeps saying fetch and she's like, quit trying to make fetch a thing. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. You know, that was her <laughs> it's yeah, like totally. I, I don't know, man. Uh I think that there are some dumb people that are still caught up in this stuff and that no matter what, and unfortunately, I think it might be the majority of people that will just go along to get along. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's that's an unfortunate thing, man. I like I don't know what to do about that. Yeah. There's enough people that are just going to like even if they don't believe it, they're just going to be like, "Well, it told me I had to get this vaccine, so I'm going to do it." Yeah. You know, and it Yeah. yeah. You know, I do think it's the majority of people though that yeah. don't buy their bullshit anymore. No. No. What were you going to say, Tony? I think the I think the medical side of it's kind of crashing down now and it seems to be more um Domestic terrorism, censorship, any yeah. kind of wrong thing. So it's moving politically now. Oh, yeah. I mean, right, just the, like just the optics of the Biden speech, and I'll, like, <laughs> well, I was thinking about like, like, okay, I didn't watch it, and not because it was protest. I just didn't know what's going on. Like, I had no idea what's going on with that shit. So it's just like that's okay, a good so, place to be, Tony. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Watch the replay of it. I'm like this. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. So I just saw like the clip the next day, and I'm like, oh shit! Like so, like the people who saw that, mostly a Biden supporter, people who voted that way. You have to be pretty hardcore to watch a political speech. Like that's not the something that I, like, even if you know what's going on. Like okay, the president's not going to tell you. He's not going to be like, well, Biden might be fine. Be like. Oh yeah, the aliens came down. They said like, we need to kill these people right here. Like you're not gonna get anything really interesting. You kind of know what they're gonna say, but just the optics of it and the amount of fear that was being um, transmitted into the viewers about that and the anxiety, like the red light in. Yeah, they know what they're doing. Um, yeah, visually, like they know that okay, this is the way we set a stage to highlight these emotions within people. Sure, and they're ramping people up. Like when you see like Nazi speeches, you're like. Well, this isn't meant to calm people down. They're not trying yeah. to like go like, yeah, we're going through some tough times right now, but I think if we pull together, we can get through. It's like they're ramping people up, going like, kill these people over here. Yeah, and that's like the beginning of that, but it's we have better optics now. The visual technology is better, so it's um, maybe yeah. we're yeah. more cynical. Dude, there's a lot of spiritual stuff happening too, which is amazing. Like, I think that people are. Let's see. What's okay. up, Drew? <laughs> What's up, Drew? Yeah, shout out, brother. <laughs> yeah, man. And so there's a lot of spiritual shit that's happening in the world too, man. I like people think that this is all flesh and blood, man, and I don't think so. I think there's a huge spiritual component that's going on with all this crazy stuff. I think that they're losing control. I think they're losing the narrative. I think they're going to try some desperate shit. Like yeah. I, I'm thinking like on the lines of like project blue beam, I think that they're really yeah. going to try to like fake an alien invasion. You see all this like soft disclosure about these UFOs and all this crap that's going on and they're acknowledging it now. And then you dude, you know, what's fun as fuck. Like I haven't read it yet, but I've heard enough people talking about it and I need to read it before I like talk too much about it. But something, about like Russia breaking the Antarctic Treaty. Did you hear about that? And them no. saying, so they broke the Antarctic Treaty and they're like, no, we're not enforcing that anymore. Also, there's more land. There's more continent down in Antarctica. What? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? We've been, the flat earthers are right. <laughs> yeah, oh, I love okay. it. All right. Yeah, that's, so that's I got to look into that before I like talk too much about it, but it's cool as shit. 
Like I've heard it from like four different sources already, like four like separate places talking about like Russia breaking the Antarctic Treaty and them talking about more land. I was like, Whoa. oh my god, that's the best. That's yeah, the wouldn't best. That be awesome <laughs> like, wouldn't that be awesome if like Vladimir Putin comes out of press conferences like, well, I I am here to tell you all that the Earth is in fact flat and we are now exploring what's on the other side of the ice wall. That'd be yeah. Awesome. <laughs> all right. I'm I'm just doing a quick search here. Yeah. Like no credible news. <laughs> TikTok, some TikTok videos. Yeah. Okay. So you know what? Well, TikTok is good. If That's TikTok great. says it, then I believe it. Exactly. exactly. Well, okay. Okay. Now, wait a minute. There might be some Nazi found in Antarctica that was. But Google might play. also be like <laughs> Google might also call, be calling this like war propaganda or like you know what I mean and like so I'm gonna have to use what's the other one? <laughs> Not DuckDuckGo. They suck too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna have you to know, use Brave later. No, no, dude. You know what the best search engine is, there is out I'm there? I'm writing it down. What is it, man? Yandex. Y a n d e x. Yandex. Yandex, dude. Yes. You know, it's, the Ru- it's the Russian. It's the Russian Google. It's the Russian. No shit. Yes, if you type in anything, it'll give you like exactly what you're looking for. It's badass. Dope, man. I've been using yeah. uh, Brave because I thought that in, was the best one. I'll type in vaccine yeah. death, COVID, right? And then like, boom, natural news. The first link that pops up is fucking Mike. Uh, <laughs> what's name? Natural news. What's his name? Uh uh whatever like yeah vaccine holocaust is the first result boom mm, yeah. mike adams mike adams mike adams natural you go. first link that pops up and then uh yeah dude yandex is the uh, shit see this is uh, drew is hitting the point right there he goes uh yeah they need a uh, blue beam to get the control back nothing unites people like an existential threat that's yeah. exactly what i'm thinking dude and hey. then we've got this guy right here he says yes yandex yeah. is the bomb Hey, I want to show you guys a search trick. This is a very, very, very handy search. Do you, do you have any way to like share my screen? Can I share my screen? Yeah, you guys yeah. Uh, go down to the bottom, hit share, and then I can share okay, your screen okay. for sure. So this is uh, this is something I want all your listeners to follow along with. I actually had the opportunity to, when I was in Austin. I got to meet up with the Infowars crew, and I showed this to Greg Reese. Like I was teaching Greg Reese some uh, some uh, research tips. Scott, and, on, you were fucking killing it, bro. You yeah. were fucking killing it at the game of life. A uh, oh. shout out and love, and you are the man. Okay, add to the stream. Here we go. Is it still? Oh, it should be a pretty full screen. Do you see it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, Why do I see ten million of me? Oh, you're good, you're okay. good. Good. All right. So watch this, guys. Take notes here. So this is this is how we use the enemy's tools against them, right? Do you guys see Google? I can't. Yep. I can't mm-hmm. talk about it. Okay. So if you go to yeah. Google.com, this is how you do targeted searches. Okay, targeted search results. So I'm writing this down. They use they use uh there's there's a thing it's called Google Dorks so look up Google Dorks it's really funny Google Dorks are uh, search terms that you can enter if you're trying to find specific things like hackers use them okay. like a, this is like a hacking tool it's not specifically designed as a hacking tool but hackers use it I'll show you like for yeah. example like what you can do is you type in in URL colon and it will search you see all these things right here that pop up all these different like recommended these are searches mm-hmm. that other people do because because they're searching in the URL. So like you can find you can search by looking for items or words or phrases inside the actual URL. So like these people, for example, they're looking for this one that says admin index.php username password. So this person is looking for an exploit or a vol- a page that has a vulnerability that has a database of passwords and usernames, right? So they're using this as like a hacking tool. But we're not trying to do that. But for some reason. 
Google has, well, Google has these search terms built in. So you can actually search in URL. You could search for stuff, okay? Um, you can do in title, which will search for things in the title. You know, at the very top, the tab, the tab at the top, you can search for uh, words or phrases in that. But what we're looking for is you can search within specific sites. So you can, and so this is the key. All you do is you type site colon, and then you type in uh, the website. We'll go, uh, we'll go like uh, whitehouse.gov. Okay. So now there's no space. It's site colon, no space. And then you just type in the full name of the website and then you put a space and then in quotes, you type in what you're looking for. So we could type in CBDC. Ah. Like CBDC. So now yeah. I can find every single website and it'll only search within whitehouse.gov. And so, boom, these are all the whitehouse.gov websites that contain the word central bank digital currency, right? Mm -hmm. So you can do this for any website, um, CIA.gov, CBDC. Okay, so these are all the websites that contain CBDC on the CIA website, right? Do NSA. Now watch. You know that, there's more than that. <laughs> there's yeah. only four results, those motherfuckers. And then NSA, there's only one on in the NSA. Now watch yeah. this. This is a really good trick. So now get rid of all the the and just put a star and asterisk in the name of the website, and that's like a wild card. So what that's gonna do is it's gonna search every single .gov website. Boom. So this is all of the .gov websites. There's Federal Reserve there .gov. So this is a great way to search any .gov website. So you just type in like so it's fun. We'll type in the word fuck. So you can see any, these are all the websites that have the word, all the government websites that have the word fuck in them right here. .gov websites. Cool, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, I mean, you can do this too. You could go dot, uh, .edu, which will search all of the, uh, like, you know, university websites. If you're trying to find like a university study or try to find like something to do with, you know, something within a university website, you type in the star, site colon star dot .edu. Or check this out. This is when it gets really fun here. So you can go dot uh, mil and we'll search all the military websites. So bam, Ooh. deep searching like military databases and stuff like that for information. So there you go. So this is just using Google's search, uh, like targeted search. Uh, I don't know what you call it. Just um, yeah. But anyway, that's kind of that's kind of the, the hell yeah. That's search, awesome. Search lesson of the day there. So boom, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. We're gonna get flagged for fake news on that one, man. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> Google dorks. Interesting. Yeah, that's what they call them. They call those little parameters, those search parameters. They call them Google dorks, and there's a whole bunch of them. Uh, so yeah, it's it's an interesting, uh, interesting way to use their tools against them. So. Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah dude. Um, so yeah, back to the spiritual component i was just gonna say right. dude like uh, like if you talk to I, i'm reaching out to a few folks to talk to them about this specifically but like are you familiar with like the bledsoe's at all uh, no. that that family and so they have like a property i'm dude I'm, so anything i say right now i i know this much about it so i'm not yeah. saying that i know everything <laughs> but so the bledsoe family it, they had this uh this like experience with these ufos with these orbs that have been coming down and uh, like it it's been a part of their lives for years like especially the dad right and so uh their family is like visited by like like nasa scientists that are visited by cia and like all the like crazy kind of motherfuckers have shown up to their house just to see these entities that are coming literally every single night Every single night, this family 
can call upon them. Like, like they psychically connect with them. They're like, Hey, come down here and show yourselves. And these like entities will show up and it's wild. And there's documentation and there's like photographs and it's crazy, dude. Like, I don't know what they are, but like, so I've been talking to a couple folks, like the last episode that I put out was a, was a guy, he was a retired army, uh, because he's an army captain uh, and he was talking to me about this stuff and he's talking to me about how because oh, especially if you hear in the Pentagon and stuff they're talking about the Sumerian gods coming back hmm. which is a wild thought and idea so it's like Anki and Enlil like probably yeah. the Anunnaki like these type of like these beings that are supposedly coming back and so but this guy is talking to me about like the divine feminine that's coming back and so like the last time that we saw her like on a big wide scale was like at Fatima. If you know what that was, it was like in Portugal, these little girls would see mother Mary come down and mother Mary was like, she came for 152 days straight or something like that. She would say, Hey, I'll be here at this time come here. And these little girls and like a bunch of people, hundreds of people have seen this, like they call her uh, like the Virgin at Fatima. You can look this up. It was like a widely like known thing. This happened in Portugal. And so they say that like that this mother Mary is the same thing as like this divine feminine, which is the same thing as like Hathor, which is the same thing as like maybe even Osiris and that she's coming back and that she's coming back to change that. Like the stories are wild dude. And like, mm. I don't know how much truth there is to this. Like, but like, I believe in a creator and I believe that there's like these interdimensional beings and this like crazy power and like, who the heck knows, dude? But it's also connected to things like if you pay attention to like, oh man, what the heck are they called? Like uh, the UN and stuff. So the UN is like, you think that they are like uh, very like scientific and that they are like, we're just about like world treaties and this and that. But dude, they're like pseudo religious. Like if you look at their connections with uh, the Lucius Trust. Lucius Trust. They, they're a bunch of Luciferians, dude, like hardcore. Uh-huh. Dude. Yeah. Well, they're, they're doing these, uh, they're doing these, what is the term that they're doing? Um, well, they're doing these crazy prayers, right? They're doing these big global prayers and where they're talking about the cosmic Christ, him coming back. And dude, it's just so like spiritually, I think some wild shit could be happening really soon. At the same time, I think that these might be like cycles, things that like naturally occur, like, and that, like the elite are trying to occult it, trying to control it. They know it's happening. They know like, it's like, if you have that cultural history, like if you know what's going to happen because their families are the ones that survived it, they're the ones that occulted it. These are like, like the mystery schools, like, you know what I'm talking about? They know what's going to happen. They're like, all of us, we're going to get like, I don't know, like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, if you don't know, it's like, if you don't know what's going to happen, that's why they rewrite our history. That's like the whole Tartaria stuff, that whole rewriting, like revision of history, because mm -hmm. they want to tell us like what is actually going to happen. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they don't want to tell us what's actually going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like all these like, I don't know. What are your thoughts on any of that? Like, have you? <laughs> well, you know, you. I mean, immediately when you mentioned like the Lucius Trust, man, like it's uh, I think they have like a the great invocation. That's what they call yeah. it. The Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. And it's like the UN building in New York city. Like, I think it was Mel K was telling me about this. How like, if you go to the building, they have like a room kind of like, you know, you go to a hospital, they have like a, like a, like a chapel or like a, like a room you can go in and pray or something like that. Like an actual, like Christian, like they have one of those 
or like like the Lucius Trust has one or something like that. I could be mistaken. Maybe it's just like a like, a, like a, an altar or something for the Lucius Trust. But like, so if you go to the Lucius Trust website.org, it says Lucius Trust, blah, blah, blah. The esoteric, and then they have this article, the esoteric meaning of Lucifer. There are comments of the World Wide Web claiming that the Lucius Trust was once called Lucifer Trust. Such was never the case. However, a brief period of yes, two or three years in the early 20s. The, the Lucifer Publishing. Daily, yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Lucifer, yeah. they published the books under the name uh, the Lucifer Publishing Company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, dude, they're just a bunch of Luciferians, dude. It's dark, evil shit, man. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know, man. I, I haven't heard about the 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 lady, the Virgin of Fatima. I'll have to look into that. Yeah, um, look into that. Also, like, if you're on that Lucius Trust website, you can look up yeah. the Great Invocation. Like, that's yeah. part of it. And you can read their prayers that they were talking about, mm. trying to bring about whatever this oh, cosmic Christ is. Yeah. And, yeah. It, dude, it's some wild shit. Yeah. I don't know what's going to – I mean, because, like, none of us do because they literally rewrite our history. That's what these great resets are about. Yeah. Like I think that we're on the verge of another great reset because they know something's coming. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They know something's yeah. coming. Well, so like here it back is. in the they, 1880s, what was like, you know, 1850s, like, what were all those orphan trains? What happened to their parents? Why were all those kids at like their infantoriums at like the, you know what I'm talking about? Like at the world fairs where you could like buy kids. You know, it's know just, Holy shit. yes, kids were for sale. You could just pick one up for like farming, whatever you want. I don't know. Oh, like slaves? Just slaves, yes, 100%. Wow. Hundreds of thousands of kids with no origin. Where did they come from? Wow. Like, it's, yeah, look this shit up, dude. It'll okay. blow your fucking mind. Yeah, that's crazy. It's all connected to Tartaria, man. I love it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, again, another rabbit hole I haven't fully explored yet, but there's, I, I see the circumstantial nature of it. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued <laughs> and it all connects now is the wildest thing, man. Yeah. I mean, if you're crazy like me, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I feel you. I feel you. So, um, when do you think that, uh, Oh man, I don't even want to go there. No, <laughs> I mean, everybody's, everybody's talking about like, it's something just popped up and something else. I was just looking at him like, so when, when are we going to start, um, like, like how many other countries are going to be ruled by like very well-known open pedophiles? I mean, what's up with that? Like Prince Charles or no, now King or King Charles. King oh, did Charles. I, King, did I put, <laughs> dude, I just fucked up. Hold on. <laughs> I made a meme earlier and I actually wrote King Edward, not King Charles. Whoops. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> but anyway, let me take that down. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So dude, like. Uh, do people not remember like Jimmy Savile, like his best bud, Jimmy, Jimmy Savile, right? Is that, I mean, what's going on here? Yeah. yeah thoughts on this at all? Or should we just not even go there? <laughs> I mean, we can, I mean, it, it's just funny. Like dude, how much of that was like, because you've heard Charles talk at the world economic forum when he's talking about Klaus's buddy and he's talking about all the changes that he wants to make happen and stuff. Yeah. Like, I wonder just how conservative the old lady was, you know, I, I still think she was a lizard and a piece of shit and a monster monarch. Like I, you know, I have no love for, her, but like, I wonder how much of like the great reset she was holding back. She was, maybe she was more reserved. Like, I don't know about that. They knocked the old bird off. All of a sudden Charlie's in charge. You know what I mean? He's the king now. Because like people say that the monarchy has no power, but I think the monarchy has full power. I think yeah. they always have. I think that that was like the great division. Because like, man, I, I think about this, right? So like if there is one monarch, if there's a king at the top and shit is going haywire, you know who the fuck to blame. Yeah. 
everybody goes, holy shit, the king, like, like even if it's not the king's fault, like a lot of times people are just gonna be like, take his head off. You know what I mean? That's what would, that's what would happen. So if you have democracy, representative democracy, then all of that righteous anger and people getting upset about, you know, this, that, and the other, they're going to start fighting with each other because they're like, no, the Republicans are going to fix it. No, the Democrats are going to fix it. And so you diffuse all of this anger and animosity and like whatever in righteous anger, like right, righteous anger and the tyranny coming down on the people. And so like, to me, they had to like, they had to like change government and say like, hey, the monarchs are just now a figurehead. They don't actually do anything. You yeah. have to blame parliament when something shitty happens. And you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Maybe call me crazy, but I think they have a hell of a lot more power than than is let on. Oh yeah. Um, so maybe Charlie's in charge now. Like, dude, he's full on ready for the new world order. He said new world order. Like you, <laughs> you can find him saying it out of his mouth. Like that dude is a crazy son of a bitch. And I guess yeah. pedophile. He's yeah. Jimmy Savile. So yeah, dude, it's just, so can we just like, can we just like not elect like just <laughs> child? Blood? You don't get to elect those son of bitches. He's there by blood. He's there by birth. Yeah. That's his right by God. Oh He's yeah. He's there by uh, God. <laughs> oh, well, he's also probably pretty inbred too. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's something you get. I, I think there's something to the monarchy, but I think it's almost like a hidden monarchy. Like, I think that that's like the show. Yeah, you're Where, right. Like, no, there's a like, hidden monarchy like, for it, sure, Tony. Yeah. Like no one, like I didn't know who Klaus Schwab's was five years ago, but the guy five, he had a lot of power five years ago. Like I should have been paying attention, but like who's the guy now I should be paying attention to? I don't yeah, know. That's a good point. Like I never heard of Fauci before this, but apparently he's been causing a ruckus for a very, very Since long time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I didn't know who he was, but he was there. Yeah, that's a good point. If anybody out there knows who we should be keeping an eye on next, who's the next? Fauci, who's the next Klaus Schwab? Like, hmm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, 100%, man. You yeah, but like, like Tony. Screw them. screw them, screw them. Because we are the next, like, we should be paying attention to us. Like, we're going to be the <laughs> yeah. Next. yeah. We're going to be the, like all of us. We're like, we're the next generation. You know, I was thinking about that, too. It's like all these people, you know, that have, like, you know, larger platforms now, you know, they kind of made their bones, like, after the 9-11 era, you know, like Jason Burmes. Uh, you know, like a lot of the, like Richard Grove, like a lot of these people we look up to, you know, they made their bones like during that era and kind of came up in that. So we'll be the generation of people that like, you know, were speaking out and held our ground and, and we're in focused on the solutions during COVID. And so we're going to just, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll have, we'll be able to carry that with us as we move forward here. You know, so I'm yeah, dude, we're all moving. Oh. We're all growing. Like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Dude, yeah, so our numbers and the shit about Schwab, dude, who gives a shit about Fauci? Who cares who's next? Yeah, like, fuck them. Know, exactly. We're rising. We're, we're going to be the ones that rise to the top. We're going to be the ones that they're going to be talking about because this new world that we're trying to create has no room for these assholes. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm stoked, man. I'm excited. Like there's so much, so much good happening in the world, man. And, and it's like, who cares? They're, they're going to steal this next election. I mean, that's what I was going to say earlier is that like, dude, they're, they're cocky little bastards, dude. They're, they're not going to steal it for. It's like we lose either way. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, there's <laughs> not going to be a bunch of Republicans that get elected. Are you kidding me? Like, that's not going to happen at all, dude. That's just going to be like, okay. A, like when they do, you see Donald Trump 
Donald Trump was just at like the World Economic Forum, like shouting Klaus Schwab's praises. I know. Uh, he's always know. in Israel, kissing the wall and kissing the ring. Like uh, he is like still saying, like, yes, the vaccine was great. It was the best yep. thing I ever did. And he like wears it like a feather in his cap. It's like yep. he's he's we're this is wrestling, and we're watching two heels fighting. You know what I mean? Exactly. And it's like, yeah. Trump is out there proud about all the kids that he's murdered. So, that's so we got a question. He says, uh, we got from Richard Hendricks. He says, what's our thoughts on Q? You want to take this one first, Scott? I mean, I hear that Q's making posts again. Um, yeah. Just in time. Just in time. I mean, I haven't, like, I don't know, dude. I think that uh, I, I, I was asked this question earlier today, actually, ironically. Like, yeah. what do you think of Q? Is Q like really making a resurgence? That's twice in one day that I've had people, <laughs> someone ask me. What my thoughts on you are. And uh, honestly, I like what I said earlier is I don't see enough evidence to support the fact that it's anything legitimate. It's not legitimate. Like it's not like it, it, it led the horse to water in the sense that it allowed people to kind of research some of these topics. But, you know, a lot of these topics are I mean, even kind of like red herrings, you know, like I remember the maximum peak Q insanity, you know, that was like, you know, Ellen. I mean, I was following it. I was keeping an eye on it. You know what I mean? Like, just like it was kind of the, the the talk. Like, people were talking about that sort of stuff. But it was like, you know, that was like back when, uh, you know, Ellen has a has a has a uh, an ankle bracelet. You know, and, and Hillary's in Guantanamo Bay and all this stuff, dude. And it's like the proof's in the pudding, man. And like, none of that came true. It kept yeah. everybody uh, on the sidelines, trusting the plan, waiting for the white knight to come save everybody. Meanwhile, you lost all your rights and, uh, you know, you pretty much been trampled into oblivion. We lost so much ground, you know, from day one with the masks, you know, day one, we were like, fuck you. Fuck no. Because if we give up and dude, you can go back to like Truthzilla, like one of the early episodes, I made a thumbnail for one of the episodes of that scene in, in, uh, uh, what was it? The matrix where Keanu Reeves like sits up when he's like, when he, like he's like yeah. making the gel in the pod and he sits up and he looks on the row and there's like pods all the way down the row. That was the thumbnail because it was like, that was it. It's like, if we, if we, if we give up any ground on the masks, then next thing you know, we're going to be literally living in pods like the matrix. Like that, that was the progression. Like I saw it all right there in front of me, dude. If we give up any ground on the masks, this is going to lead to full blown, like, you know, vaccine mandates. We're going to be living in freaking and everything, dude. And I was just like, I'm not, I ain't playing this game, dude. You know what I mean? And so, so the Q thing was a great, great way. Yeah, they're exactly right there. Right there. Yeah. Drew hit the nail on the head when they should have yeah. been. And see, you know, that's the other thing too. Is and I fell into this trap too of, uh, you know, I I felt like the best use of my time and energy was out there in the streets with a bullhorn. You know that because that, that was I love doing that. Like it was great. You know what I mean? Well, but, you know, but, Scott, like, I think that's an important thing. Growing my own food, it should have been. Growing yeah, a hundred percent, man. But it's like we need like uh, specific soldiers doing specific things, and yeah. I think that you were fucking killing it at that time, man. <laughs> I mean, Truzilla was such a powerful fucking voice, man. Like yeah. you really did. Like you helped a hell of a lot of people. Like I. We've talked about this, like when we did a little swapcast, yeah. man. But like your show, your first episode was on vaccines. Yeah. You guys red pilled the fuck out of me on it, and you oh, were yeah. the reason why my baby doesn't have a single fucking vaccine. Woo! You hear that, everybody? Yeah, dude, yeah. that's one of my proudest accomplishments, right yeah. there. So, so thank you, Scott. Thank yeah, you, Truzilla. I, I talk Hell about yeah. that story a lot. In fact, I just told someone that earlier today. I told him I was going on with you guys. I'm like, dude, I got a lot of love and respect for these guys. Like. You know, out of all the stuff we've done, like that made it all worth it right there. They're like, you know, I heard when you reached out and told me that you guys chose not to vaccinate your kid 
with any like childhood vaccines. We're not talking COVID. Nice. Vaccines. We're talking any of the childhood vaccines because of the work that we'd done, dude. Like that was like a very, you know, that was a big, big moment for me. And uh, I know Ed and Megan were very grateful for that as well. So yeah, very cool. Is that, is that your kid crying in the background? Yeah. He's, back. Oh, <laughs> he, he's probably getting ready for bed. So. He's angry. He's, he's unvaccinated, yeah. angry. He's ready to take on the world, dude. Yeah, dude. He's great, dude. He's, he's fierce and rebellious and he's like, he's, yeah, he's a uncut little warrior, dude. He's uncut. He's unjabbed. He's like, yeah, he's a solid little sovereign human being over there. So wow. traumatized the yet. not traumatized yeah. yet. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, eventually, but yeah, you yeah. want to like develop something in your brain first. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Tony, what's it, what's your thoughts on Q? Did you have any uh, unique so, insights? Yes, yes, I think that um as Drew says, it was a great way to keep people focused on something when they should have been growing food. I also say that it's I think for a lot of people, it was their first um step into the conspiracy world mm-hmm. and i thought that looking back at it there's no way that they could have planned something out and not expected some blowback so the whole idea of like the best way to control the opposition is to control the opposition it's i think that's what it was yeah. mm-hmm. but i do welcome people i mean the whole idea of like trust in the plan it's very like I think people's intuitions was right but they haven't had the focus yet in this world and there's a lot of crazy shit, dude. And it's hard to figure out what's real, what's not real. And I've come to the conclusion, like, I don't know. Um, and not to get, like, too caught up in any one narrative because, like, you just don't... I, to me, it's like, I don't want to be the person who's, like, all in on this one thing that I really can't prove. So, yes, people still do believe in it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And then, and then uh, did you guys see how the whole like um what was it the McAfee McAfee kind of co-opted the whole thing there for a minute? Mm-hmm. That? It was like a whole well, thing. Well, did, didn't his ex-wife say he's still alive or an ex-girlfriend said well he's there was this telegram channel mm-hmm. that claimed to be McAfee from the dead, right? And it started just doing the, all the Q stuff again, and everyone's like, Oh my god, McAfee's still alive, dropping Q drops. And I was like, Oh god. Yeah. Uh, uh. Dude, I love John McAfee, dude. John McAfee was an amazing dude. I don't know. You know, I mean, he might have been an FBI agent. I have no fucking idea. I don't know. But, like, dude, he was one of the funnest people. I mean, okay, he was clearly really, really troubled. Like, I would watch him. He'd be like, he goes, you see this? This, (laughs) what the fuck was that called? It was, uh, this is bath salts. He goes, this is bath salts. You know that, that guy that ate the other guy's face? He goes, all right, I'm taking 10 of these. And then, he'd, and then he'd be like, and then he'd like pour a glass of fucking vodka. Like, I think it'd be like, and just like finish a bottle of vodka. I was like, and there's like some giant dude back behind him with like an AK and there's a prostitute. And I'm like, holy yeah. shit. Like John McAfee obviously had some demons he was wrestling with. But man, I love that guy, man. John McAfee was the man, dude. He was fucking brilliant. He was a fucking warrior for freedom. I mean, I think he would have been the guy that we needed. And I think they killed him at the right time because like, dude, who could tell us all this shit was bullshit? You know what I mean? Like he literally was the John McAfee guy, man. Like he, he knew this shit. He knew the internet. Like when it comes to deep fakes, he could have, he could have been the dude to tell us if, if this was real, if this was fake, you know, what's going on, all these psyops, all these, like, you know how they talk about, like, um, sorry, my baby's really crying back there. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but, like, you know how they're talking about, like, cyber attacks and, like, Russia's attacking the grid and stuff? Like, John McAfee could have been like, no, that's horseshit. 
I can look into this. Like, no, yeah, totally. this is them doing it to themselves. This is a fucking red flag. You yeah. know, th- you know, this is a fucking, you know. So, I mean, there's that. But where all, where are all the white hat? Where are all the white hat people, dude? All the white hat hackers. I think, you know, from what I've gauged. They're co-opted, all, man. A lot of them are all like, they they believe in the narrative and the establishment. They think that uh, they've all been kind of like, um, they're all kind of uh, antifed. You know, they kind of think that like, you know, all the, the white man is the worst thing that's in the world. And they're trying to do things to ex- like bring the white man down. And it's like, dude, yeah, it is a bunch of white men that are <laughs> responsible for all the ruckus. But dude, like, I don't think, you know, I don't know. I'm waiting for, I mean, the, what it's going to take is going to be insiders of one degree or another. Like we need like some whistleblowers or we need some something to come forward. Like, like grow a pair, you assholes out there. Like, you know, you know that you're, contributing to the complete collapse of the system and there's no life for you on the other side anyway so if you're involved in any of this stuff what are you doing like all of you fbi nsa people listening right now what are you doing dude there's no life on the other side of this there's nothing for you on the other side of this you may think that you're working for the good guys but you're not dude look in your heart look in the hearts of the people who are 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 mandating whatever it is you're doing man you're not on the right side okay there's no white supremacists that are coming to get you dude it's not happening. It's not happening. Actually, you know what? There are a lot of supremacists coming after you, but their their whiteness is not what their uh, not what their focus is. Yeah, I think 100%. a lot of people fall into these traps of not doing something because it's right, but it's like there's a greater evil if I don't do this. And they're like, yeah, that's true. Like, if I don't like, if well, if I don't spy on these people, then someone else is going to come along and spy on them, and they're going to be yeah. worse than me. But it's such a justification, and it's. Yeah, like, like it's just like it perpetuates the system that we're trying to get away from, and you're feeding this thing, and like, yeah, the guy on the other side that you think is worse than you, he's just doing the same thing in just a different way. Yeah, yeah, you know, and you know, God, I don't know where I heard this. I listen to so many damn podcasts, I can't even keep track of like where I hear things most of the time. But uh, I heard someone saying the other day that like the like these these Antifa leftist types, whatever, like. They literally are convinced that Trump is the next Hitler. They think that he is like the next Hitler that's going to like exterminate all the blacks and the Mexicans. Like they literally think that that's him. And so their question and their thinking is like, well, imagine if you were back in like 1930s Germany and you knew what Hitler was about to do, wouldn't you be doing everything in your power to stop him? And, and even if it took like illegal means and, and, and taking over elections and wouldn't, isn't that what you do? And everyone would be like, yeah, of course that's what I do. Right. If it was to stop Hitler. I mean, they literally think that this guy is Hitler. Dude. It's just like, that's the program. You know? that's the program. It's full blown. Dude. It's crazy. <laughs> and, and the right answer is yes. Like if I really thought that like I could, if I like if history, whatever, what's that? Like, um, uh, the past is uh, 2020. You know what I'm talking about? Like hindsight's 2020, right? So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, if yeah. I could tell that like, yes, this guy is going to be Hitler and hey, we can stop him. Like, yes, the right thing to do is to rise up and oppose this moral evil, right? Mm-hmm. It's like great injustice. But like, yes, you're right. They're fucking co-opted and they're brainwashed and they actually think this. And it's like, he's no, he's no different than the fucking moron that we have in charge right now. No, not at all. So then, okay, so then what if we think that, like, Klaus Schwab and Yuval Noah Harari and all these assholes are, like, literally the next, and Bill Gates, like, they're the eugenics, like, they're the same ideology. That's what we're doing. We are opposing them, but you know what? We have different methods. Yeah, like, we have, we're not, we, we're peaceful anarchists, man. We're yeah. not the type of people, we fight with love. 
We exactly. don't, I'm not picking up a Molotov cocktail. I'm not going to burn down yeah. a, a building. That's just not what I'm going to do. And that's but it, what man. I am going to do is take care of my family and I'm going to take care of like my friends and we're going to, we're going to walk with love. Yeah. And that, and that is the solution long-term. That is how we arrive at a, at a meaningful victory. You know what I mean? Like, like it's going to take longer. It's going to take, it's, you know, it's really a battle to win over the hearts and minds of the people. And it's just, it's our, us being real and walking the walk and staying true and, 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 and attraction rather than promotion and not shoving it down people's throats, but just living it and letting people see that this is the right way to be. And it takes more time than forcing it. Right. That's all they have is force. All they have is intimidation, force and violence really. But once we show the world that this is the way to be, it will win. It will ultimately win. It has to win out eventually, but, but it's going to take a lot longer. It's going to be a lot more difficult over time, but we will have the moral high ground in the end. We have the moral yeah. victory. And that's, and that's the interesting thing that, that they have is right now they have the perceived moral high ground. That's their only place of position that, that they, they operate from a place that, Oh, if you disagree with us, you're racist. Oh, if you disagree with us, then you're a domestic terrorist, you know? So they force, the 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 society to to perceive them as having the moral high ground and therefore they're able to justify all of the crazy shit that they do they justify you know deplatforming banning censoring you know just using the the legal system in a weaponized fashion to just like you know do all these like 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 just very uh rash indiscriminate lawsuits against people just like all these things are just so crazy over the top but uh but it's because they believe that they have the moral high ground they can they can burn down courthouses. They can they can loot Target stores because they have the moral high ground because they're the good guys. They're the good guys. They believe in no racism. They believe in like all this stuff. But, you know, we you know, once and then everybody's waking up to the fact that these maybe these guys don't have the moral high ground. And a lot of their ideology is based on just there's no there's no base to it. There's nothing supporting it. You know, the idea that these people are anti-racist when their whole ideology is based on the fact that they need somebody lower than them it's like it's like i don't perceive like black people to be less than but they do they need black people to be less than them so that they can have somebody to go fight for they they're the ones that think that that look at like you know what i mean like like you just look at any random like joe biden quote from like back in the 90s you know what i mean it's like i don't want my kids going to school with a bunch like i don't want my kids you know to be in a, a racial, racial jungle, jungle. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you know you know uh uh, white kids are just as smart as you know. Black, you know, white kids are just as what the hell was that one? White kids are just as smart as he said. Poor kids poor. are just yeah. as smart as white kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, dude, this guy, this like, he's the one that's not racist. You have this whole party that's just like for two years they burned down the entire country, saying like, no rich white men, no cops. And what do they do? They elected a rich white man and a fucking cop in the White House. Dude, they're so, yep. so retarded. Well, see, so that retarded. to me is the clown show. That's where I see that this is all scripted because then they have to like – they have to eat crow because they're like – they were fighting for this and all of a sudden they're like, oh, we didn't get Bernie Sanders again. Yeah. Oh, we have the rich white man. Oh, he is, he, yeah. he is riddled but, with dementia like the right has been saying this whole time. Oh, Kamala is a fucking cop and got called out on stage. And when we've been saying defund the police this whole time, and yeah. then they have to sit there and get married to it. They're like, yeah. yeah, this is my man. This is who I'm defending. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's a degradation, man. They want yeah. to degrade their soul. 
They yeah. want them to like, they don't want them to have principles. They don't want them to have like actual principles that they live by. That mm -hmm. It's done on purpose. It's scripted and it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, it, it's, it's a corruption of your soul. Yeah, it's great, dude. And, and, and you know what? And just like that, that's back to the point. It's like, you know, our victory is going to be sustained and meaningful because we chose not to take the shortcut. I mean, it's yes, it's tempting. It's tempting to just want to just like say, fuck it and just go like take the capital, right? Like, let's just organize. Why don't we just organize a group and we go storm the capital tonight? And we just take this motherfucker back. We hang all these bastards that have been fucking us over. And we just fucking burn their bodies in the streets. Say you do this shit again. You see what happens. No, we're not. We're not going to do that because that's not a meaningful victory that has any long term sustainability. Like we just can't. That's not who we are. And it's not going to happen. And and but, you know, they're probably going to pull some shit like that. And uh, it's just it's just not who we are, man. Like we have to like, well, not they, violent, again, not with controlling the opposition, even yeah. if even if Donald Trump wins, then we think we're winning. But it's a symbolic. It's not it's not a real victory. Yeah, yeah I don't because we that. we get stuck with fucking Trump. Like yeah. it's not like so you're you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. And it's why I have nothing to do with the political system anymore. Yeah, dude, I'm so burnt out with it. <laughs> and, you know, I think they're gonna bring back Trump because that's what they're gonna need. To I think to so too. Ground the, the final nail in the coffin is the new is another Trump presidency, and it's gonna be. And guess what? He's gonna be worse on guns. He's gonna be worse on lockdowns. Yeah. There's gonna be there's gonna be some emergency thing that happens, and he's gonna take over. And and guess what? These people the, like and see this is my problem with the Q movement. Okay, like I said, there was a like I love some of you guys that are like for medical freedom, and I and I have a lot of respect for you guys. But the problem with the Q movement, like because I did I never answered that question. Uh, what's my thoughts on the Q stuff? It's just that there was a point poison pill built inside of it that was the problem and it's so like like you said tony it was like the first introduction for so many people this was their first red pill and it like opened the eyes for so many people and in that way like some of the best truthers right now actually started in the q movement they were like that was their first big pill you know there's quite a few of them that they that they were like on that and you're like you know, and but they quickly realized what a psyop it was, you know, and they're not they're not there anymore. Uh, but what I'm saying is like, man, it was designed to like it was designed to take over that righteous anger that what you what should have been right. The, those three percenters like those uh, what are they what are they like the constitutional guys where they call themselves like the oath keepers and stuff like that like when when the guns were being taken like when bump stocks were being taken that's when they should have stood up and said no fuck this we're a line we have guns we're veterans we're respectable we're, we're stand-up people in our community and fuck you you're gonna take our bump stocks yeah you know but what happened they had to trust the plan because donald trump was in charge you know, and it, it was just a really, it was an unfortunate thing. And so like when it came time for us to fight, they, that poison pill kicked in and it was like, all right, well now it's time to trust the plan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and that, that yeah. was my problem, man. And, and I still yep. think overall, I think we got a lot of good folks that got their first red pills and uh, it woke a lot of people up. So maybe it was, you know, maybe in that way it, it worked on our side better than those people thought it would. You know, like the yeah. elite built this thing. And so like, you know, and, and I embrace any of you guys, man. I like, I don't totally. think you're stupid if you like fell for the no. Q stuff. Like, no, dude, you're still my brother. Like, you know, it, it's one of those things, man. And like, yeah, welcome to the fold, but let, yeah. let's fight tyranny. Yep. Let's do it, man. I mean, or, or, or alternatively, like, let's just grow some food, man. Yeah, I think. Yeah, exactly. But that's how you fight tyranny. 
Yeah, not exactly. That's how we're going to do it. That's how we do it, man. Self-sufficiency. Don't rely on these bastards anymore. And like for me, I'm in a situation where I'm like, I'm not uh, in a position. Trust the plan was almost religious application, wasn't it? That's what Drew just said. Yes. Spot on, dude. Oh, that's you're missing the it was point. Just like it was oh, like trusting, it was like trusting the masks, right? Yeah. yeah, no, that's my homie. Uh, you're missing the point. He's got yeah. a new show. He's an awesome what? dude out of Australia. So let's give him a big shout out. We love What's you, Drew. Show? You're What's the man. Show? It's called You're Missing the Point. Oh, that's the name of the show. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. Drew. Keep crushing, dude. Keep it up, man. Like yeah. I want to check this out. Believe Everyone. in science. Trust the plant. The same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you ever want to do a show, let me know, dude. Like, trust okay. the science and trust the plan. Exactly. I think I've made that meme before. It's like you need to see the, the corporate wants you to see the difference between this picture and this picture. You know that? Like trust yeah. the plan, trust the science. Yeah. It's the same picture, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Exactly. exactly. There you go. God's plan. And, you know, it's 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 uh, there's a lot of truth to that. Like God's plan. Like it's it's really hard to get wrapped up in all the nonsense and the fear. Like fear is a big thing that they want us to uh, want us to embrace. They want us to feel fear. They want us to be in fear. They want us reacting from a place of fear. They want us to, uh, you know, just uh, you know, be be these like scared little animals. But man, something that I've learned in recovery, and this is a big this is a big thing that like you know we talk about when it comes to like addiction, like recovery from addiction, like. Uh, a lot of it has to do with like analyzing like what went wrong and kind of looking within. There's a lot of like inner work that, that's done uh, at a very high level, like some of the highest level that I think exists in the world. You know, there's all these different like religions and spiritual practices and modalities and and all these different ways and means that people try to heal on the inside. You know, we were talking about spirituality a little bit, but like, man, I would say like the, the, the principles of recovery are probably the most like rigorous and intense, some of the most rigorous and intensive out there. You know, I I've done a couple other, maybe like spiritual practices, quote unquote, but like nothing to the degree that like, and the one that I use is like a 12 step type program, right. Without talking about any specific programs, uh, but just like a 12 step approach. And a lot of it's looking on the inside and healing what's on the inside. And once you start doing that inner work and you start looking at your character defects and some of the things that caused a person to act out the way, acted out before for me it was like you know substance addiction but i know there's a lot of people out there that have different addictions that they're trying to cope and deal with you know a lot of it a lot of it comes down to fear it's all about fear 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 like we operate from a place of fear and such it's such a crazy thing when you start looking at the, some of the things that are wrong with our lives and why we make bad decisions and why we feel like shit sometimes and why we treat others poorly it's all from a place of fear it's so crazy like once you start breaking that down and the opposite of fear is faith not being fearful and it's like it's like so you'd think that courage is kind of the opposite of fear right you think that those are kind of like courage fear these are the opposites but courage just remember courage is not a lack of fear courage is being scared shitless but doing it anyway walking through the fear you know like gaining resiliency and so so opposite of fear is faith and when you're saying like trusting god's plan you know, there's so much power in that. Right. And so it's like going through dark times, going through hard points. Like if you're having a particularly black pill day, just remember like that you're, you're a cognitive perfect system already. Like nature is a perfect, yeah. system. it's a perfect system. And you were just small components of it trying to do our best. So if we can find our alignment with what the universe or God or nature's will is, then we can move forward effortlessly, you know? 
Sometimes we and I want to make a, a, a distinction too, because somebody like a contrarian will tell me like you're trusting in God is the same thing as like a cutard trusting the plan. Right. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's not. It's like, it's having this conscience that like you hear and you feel that conscience inside of you that like yeah. tells you what's right and wrong. And so it's like you finding the best in yourself. And so it is, it's very much, it's like trusting God's plan is trusting what's like best for you in your life. You know what I mean? And so like part of that is like it's being in alignment, like you said, with the universe. Like sure. to me, that's being in alignment with the Holy Spirit. Like I yeah. feel like I have like the, that Godhood inside of me and I see the God inside of you, too, Scott. Yeah. I see God inside of you, Tony. And it's like it's being in alignment with that. And so like, dude, it that is the most powerful thing. And yeah. so it's like so it is it's trusting and having faith that things are going to be all right but it's also going with that plan the ultimate good what's good for your life so it's not like sitting there on your hands yeah yeah trusting that god's going to take care of me no it's like i'm being in alignment i'm going with the flow of the universe like if you're fighting against the river like you're gonna have a hard time you know what i mean and so when everything is going wrong in your life you're gonna know it right away yeah there's like you moments where like like you're having you're having a moment like you're having a moment like I, I recognize these moments it's like it's like i can't find my keys and then i stub my toe and then i can't find my wallet and then i'm like i'm running out the door then i leave and i like i like forgot something and i'm like oh like it's like this compounding cascading like i'm fighting i'm like going like toe to toe i'm like ah i'm like i gotta take a step back because i'm not in alignment with god's will right now i gotta take a step back yeah deep breath. I got to chill. I got to get Sometimes God wants you to stop like, because you might be like fighting and you're like trying to make your will happen. Cause exactly what he says. Uh, One of our, uh, one of our comments here said, want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. Yeah. You know, so it's like when you're making your plans and you think that you know exactly what's going to happen, God's like, I've got something, I got something else planned for you, dude. You can try, but like all of a sudden, like you said, your car keys are missing. You can't yeah. find like the notebook that you were looking for. It's like, that's like, just chill, dude. Look, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So dude, we have, exactly. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, we got another comment. It says the difference between the Q people uh, knew internally what was wrong, but failed to do anything about it because they were waiting for a drop. Oh mm-hmm. shit. Yes, dude. Yeah. yeah, Drew, you're on fucking fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People with faith recognize the wrong and act accordingly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that's being in alignment with God. Too, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. So yeah, I mean, just I don't know. I can talk about this stuff forever. Like once I get going on like the 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 God's will part, like that's that's powerful, man. It's like yeah, it's just you gotta. Another thing too, the part of having faith is like recognizing like if you're in a bad spot, if you're going through a particularly rough time, like just understand that it's not permanent. There's no permanence to it. Like one of the things I always like to point out is like, can you remember what was bugging you like two weeks ago? Were you pissed off about something like two weeks ago? Do you even remember what that was? Do you have any idea? Do you remember what you were pissed off about? Like you thought the whole world, I I guarantee in the last year you had a couple days where you thought the whole universe was going to end and you're having a horrible, horrible day. Do you remember what it was like six months ago? Do you have any idea? No, you don't. Like we don't, we don't have any like recollection of any of that stuff. So just remember, whatever you're struggling with, it's the impermanence of it is almost startling. You won't even, I can't even remember what I was struggling with yesterday. I have no idea, dude. Like it's fine. That's such an important thing. Just remember, like just have that that faith, man. Like, like all of us, dude, we're on this crazy journey, man. Like you guys, 
you guys are doing big things. You guys are talking to like these people that you used to like listen to their podcasts and be like, Whoa, I love this guy so much. And now like you're talking to them and interviewing them. And now they're colleagues. Now they're like business associates. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like this, this, this world is just like, I don't even know. Like example, like when he says like, you make a plan and get like, well, God laughs at the plans we make. Right. You tell him your plan. He's just going to laugh at you. Like I couldn't have planned anything that's happening in my life right now. Like even a year ago, dude, I had a notification pop up on my phone. It was the last week of August. I got fired from Willamette Family Treatment Services, those bastards down in Eugene that fired me for like being an asshole and pushing back on the mandates in the workplace, right? I was like the best counselor, dude. And they fired me over some fucking bullshit vax mandate shit, dude. I was so fucking retarded. But anyway, I got a notification. And then, and then I was making a big stink about it. And then Ryan from The Last American Vagabond invited me on his show to talk about it. I was like, what? that's a trip because he's i can't remember even how i got in touch with him about it but he saw oh that's what it was i sent out an email because what i was yeah long story but anyway so he invited me on a show and i got a notification on september 1st i made a post saying hey guys i'm gonna be on last american vagabond and now you fast forward a year just one year and now i'm in the last american vagabond studios like doing my show hell yeah brother hell yeah I could have never in a million years like thought that that would be even a possibility dude i'm just like so like the plans that we make and then you guys dude like you guys like when we first met i remember you guys talking about like, like oh yeah we're thinking about starting this show dude you guys are crushing man like your memes nate are like the like if you guys don't know make sure you go follow realities ours because you make original memes dude and they're fire dude thanks so, man i just you know it's just like this life we get to lead and this is not our plan you know that was one of my biggest failures in recovery early on was that i I got a little bit of sober time and then like I stopped doing all the things that got me there. And I just like immediately went back to using and drinking and getting all fucked up again. And so now I honor what got me here. And I recognize that none of this is my plan that I have to show up each day and I have to do my best and I have to, you know, take responsibility. And, 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 and we say like faith without works is dead, which means that we like having faith is not enough. Like we actually, like you said, we have to be in action that's in alignment with the will that we feel is like in alignment, but also at the same time, like, uh, you know, I have to not take credit for all. I can't be the one that took all the credit for this, dude. I have to realize that I'm just in service to something much greater than me and just being in, in, in line with that, you know, it just delivers us into these amazing lives, dude. Like, do you feel like, like, do you feel like that? You're just like in a flow, like you're in a flow state where like one thing kind of leads to the next, you know, and you just kind of got to honor that by being the best person you can be. You know what I mean? It does, man. I mean, and I mean, that's the other thing is like, I don't want to discourage people. Like literally you're going to have curveballs that come at you and that's not your fault. And like, things are going to happen. Like Scott, you lost your job and you're like, what the fuck am I going to do? But with every single door that slams in your face, guess what? Another door opens. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. So yeah. Yeah, so and don't post- focus on the negativity of it and just oh. be open to the possibilities of it. Yeah. Sorry, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> I interrupted you. Yeah, I was going to say also that like, you're talking about like, you don't remember the shit. Even the stuff that you will remember because some of the shit that we do remember, like that's the shit that we grow from. Like That's the stuff that really develops you. So like, as we're going through this, just remember, you know, and five years from now, I'm going to be a better person because of this or whatever it is. Like we're not this moment in time where this progression and whatever we happen to be going through now, like we can't hold on to that, whether it's good or bad. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, uh, like Owen keeps saying like, you know, 
they have their agenda 2030. Well, damn it. We have our own agenda 2030, right? Yeah. I got an agenda 2030 and it doesn't have anything to do with what the hell they're trying to do. Like, I, why am I, why am I taking a back seat and reacting to whatever it is that they're doing, dude? No, 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 no. I got an agenda 2030. What do you think about that, Klaus? Huh? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Man. Well, so. Yeah. Let's have some, yeah. Let's have some, let's have some closing thoughts, man. I, yeah. I, I mean, maybe we just, I don't know, maybe that was some great closing thoughts right there. It's like, <laughs> yeah, make your own own yeah. yeah, my agenda 2030. I want to get some land. I want to have a beautiful wife. I want to have maybe two kids by then. And just, uh, I want to be able to podcast full time, maybe have our own like broadcast network, you know, like maybe all of us have like, uh, like come together and made like our own like daily wire that isn't like some zionist shill yeah pharmaceutical organization and we're like crushing doing our own thing dude like making memes and, and you know showing people that you know they don't have to be fearful you know that's my agenda 2030 right there dude i have a community of crushers you know i have all my felonies expunged like we're just yeah we're crushing dude that's my 2030 I love it, Scott. Yeah. Tony, you got a 2030? What's your agenda 2030, Tony? Yeah, man. Be around community. Be self-sufficient. Have a piece of land. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. 2030. How how far away is that? You got eight so you years. Got eight, you got, you got, years. Okay. you got basically one more half of a presidency, an entire presidency, and then a half of another presidency. <laughs> yeah. I'm still a young man, dude. I just picked up a night job, which, you know, it sucks, but it's whatever. This one's going to pay the bills. Uh, my biggest thing is like, we're going to get out of debt. We're going to pay off a bunch of stuff. And like my 2030 goal is to have a nice little piece of land in Idaho. I mean, have mm -hmm. something very similar to what Owen Benjamin has, man. And like, yeah. I have my beautiful wife and I have my kids. And, and so like, I just have to add on that little piece of autonomy on top of it. So I'm going to go. just grind. I'm there still, I'm 34 years old. I'm going to grind. And nice. then, so by, you know, yeah. by 2030, maybe like I'll be podcasting full time, like you said, and maybe we'll have this. Yeah. Maybe there'll be a network where we're all doing this, man. Yeah. Stay tuned. I know like Ryan and uh, this other gal, Courtney Turner, are you guys connected or familiar with Courtney Turner? You know, Courtney uh, Turner sounds familiar. No. Fantastic. C it's C O U R T E N A Y. Courtney. Courtney Turner. Dude, she's fantastic. Dude, look at look up the Courtney Turner podcast and look at the guests she's had. Hell yeah. She's next level, dude. But her show, like she's just picking up steam, but she's got an incredible story of uh like resilience and like overcoming all the obstacles and uh yeah, dude. Um, definitely. She's, she's a crusher. So her, she's in Nashville here too. So her and I and Ryan, we're, uh, we got, we got big things in the works. I'll tell you what, there you go. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. yeah. dude. And it's going to be hopefully benefit everybody, dude. And I don't know. We're tired of just sitting around waiting for this shit to happen. I'm telling you, I'm telling you that much. <laughs> well, Scott, you want to give your plugs one more time? I did. I don't even know if you did the first time. I think I we mean, just yeah, kept I mean, talking. I just started ranting. I started ranting. So yeah, the show I do is called Rebunked, Rebunked News, whatever you want to call it. Website's rebunked.news, and uh, you can find all the links to the show there on Rockfin, Rumble, uh, Odyssey, and Band.Video. Um, we're all podcast players, so just listen on the go. Five-star reviews help, and Telegram, t.me forward slash rebunkpod is the best place to kind of keep up to date with the show. So that's it. Oh, I was going to tell you guys, too. I started – okay, so you, you make memes, Nate. I started – making like uh satirical like babylon b style headlines like i'm getting into that hustle a little bit i don't oh, know yeah. 
I think it's fun. I think it's hilarious. I don't care if anybody else does or not. Maybe they think it's hack, a hack, hack thing to do, but I think they're good. So there you go. So check out, check out my program or Instagram at Rebunk Pod. You can see my, uh, my, uh, my, uh, what do you call them? Like my, my attempt at being the next Babylon B. So there you go. I think it's great. So there you go. (laughs) And that's all that matters. That's it. Fucking A, man. Well, hey, why don't you plug your stuff too? Because if you don't mind, I'll put this out on my end. Yeah, absolutely, man. So, our show is called the Realities Artist Pod or Realities Artist Podcast. You can find us. We're also on Rockfin. Uh, we're really active on Instagram. We have a Telegram. We need more people in there. So come and join us. Share some spicy memes and like tell some crazy conspiracy theories. And dude, we 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 read every single email. We read every single DM. We're really approachable. Uh, I've had like several listeners like reach out to me that are in the Oregon area, and we'll go hang out and like chill and stuff. So like, dude. I, I love my listeners. We love yeah. you guys. So like, yeah. so just like hit us up, man. So our email is realitiesars at gmail.com. So there you go. Like, yeah. If anybody, anybody listening that's in like the Oregon, Washington, that area, dude, or uh, Rhode Island. I know Tony's up in Rhode Island. Yeah. Tony's up yeah, in Rhode definitely. Island. But if you're an hour from me, I'll yeah. figure out a way to come and hang out with you. And it, we're actually starting to get a dude. Our, our audience has grown like probably four times in the last, like, like two months. It's been insane. We've exploded, dude. And yeah, it's dude. like, right. so it's like at some point we're going to have to do like real, actually like realities are our meetups where we all hang out in real life yeah. and just like chill and hang out and just like get some food, go to the beach, like whatever, man. Yeah. And just like, that's so key. That's, so that's, yeah. That's, the end goal of I think all of this is just connection. And if people you, hit up Tony too, because <laughs> Tony's out in, in Rhode Island. We need our East Coast fans to hit up yeah. Tony. If you build it, they will come. That's the biggest thing with meetups, dude. You just gotta just put it out there. And a couple couple words of suggestion, advice, like for people out there that are thinking about it. Like if you're if you're not if you don't have any meetups in your area, like Freedom Cells is a great one. Freedomcells.org. Yeah. That's a great website to kind of create a page and just kind of have like, you know, people, uh, you know, gravitate towards because there's people looking. The Bertaria Times app is a great one as well. Check out the Bertaria Times app. Shout out um, to all the bears out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a great way to also just find like local meetups, people that are if you're looking for like raw milk or like chicken eggs or anything like that, dude, it's a great way to do it locally. But then if you're organizing meetups, what you got to do is just a couple of really easy things that you just wouldn't even really think about. You got to get a, okay. So you pick a, pick a place. You got to find a location. I've usually found it's easiest to do like in a park. Like, so you just call the city or the County or whatever it is. And you find like a pavilion, like a covered area and you rent it for the afternoon. Right. And then you just make an announcement at whatever your local group is, if it's telegram or Instagram or whatever it is, make a fly. And then, then you make a flyer. It's just like a digital, a digital flyer. You can use an app called Canva um, I use a, a, I can take like a photo and then use an app called Fonto and you just write the text and you just write the name, just come up with a silly little name for it, write the, the location, the times and, and the information about it on the digital flyer. And then you share that in the group and then people can download that and share it everywhere. And it kind of like by creating a flyer, it kind of like instantiates in the people's mind. Okay. This is an actual thing. You know what I mean? And I'm going to show up to it. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's, and so that's, it's really important. And then with those elements there, then boom, you just, bam, you're off and running. So there's it. It's just, you need to pick a time and place and don't go to the group and be like, Hey, when's everybody available? Cause you're never going to get a consensus. You just pick a time, pick a date, get a location, make a flyer, put it out there and start meeting in real life, dude. That's the only way we're going to get out of this. Awesome. hundred percent, man. hundred percent. So yeah. Whew. Thanks for letting me vent tonight, guys. This is fun. I was kind of bummed that it sounded like we were for a second there, maybe not going to go through with it, but I'm like, no, we're doing it. I'm, I'm set yeah, up. I'm it's glad fun. we did. Yeah. I'm sure this yeah. has been great. This has been a great one. So thank you guys. Keep, keep up the amazing work.
do. Thank you. You as well, brother. Yeah, and right. good show. thanks to all you guys in the chat too, man. Like Drew, uh, no squirt bear, like all you guys, dude. Like much love, much love. Much love. All right. I'm hitting the outro. Thank you, Peace. brother. Great, man. Peace. All right. I'm taking off.